I'm not just happy, I'm her pal. This is Power Up Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Lucas, co-founder and CEO at Hapal, the social enterprise that powers this podcast. We help you slay life in high school, uni and beyond. Each week on the show, you'll learn epic life skills in a super chill way. Hear from well-known legends as they reveal their biggest setbacks and milestones to date. And you'll find out what our Hapal squad think about a whole stack of topics too. From epic challenges to super raw moments, this show has it all. So let's power up life. I describe this episode. It's unique, that's for sure. Normally I'm the one interviewing our guests, but that's not the case this time round. You see, Power Up Life is a part of Hapow, a startup education and media company for youth. Though brand new to the scene, the story behind Hapow is a big one and it goes back many years. In case you didn't know, Hapal was co-founded by me, Gianna, and my hubby, Brendan Lucas. A bit of a fun fact, we met while studying at uni over 10 years ago and dreamed about one day launching what is now known as Hapal. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Understandably, I'm not going to interview myself because that would be awkward. So Gianna, what do you think about this? Well, Gianna, that's a fantastic question. So I asked Hapal's Chief Ops Officer, Maria Dugadinovska, to interview Brendan and I, not just about our brand story, but also our own individual journeys, which include our struggles with mental health, our careers before launching Hapal, and our vision for its future. Maria is an amazing human, and we're so grateful to have her a part of the business. So let's power up life. Over to you, Maria. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Gianna and Brendan. Now, Gianna, you're usually the one that's asking all the questions of our guests, but today you and Brendan are in the hot seat and I get to ask all the questions. I'm so excited (laughs) to have you guys here. Thanks Thanks for having having us. us. Thank you. It's kind of weird, actually, being the interviewee (laughs) and not the interviewer and Brendan's usually in doing the challenges. I am making my little guest appearances. (laughs) It's been a lot of fun and thank you so much for everything that you're doing for us. You're a valued team member as our Chiefs Ops. 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 That's the one. (laughs) Is it operating or operations? Ops, yeah. No, no, no. But is it operating or operations officer? What's the actual, I don't even know. Chief operating (laughs) officer. There we go. Operating. I always say operations. I don't know why. It just sounds a bit... Better, no, but I, I, think I think it's operating. I'm pretty Chief sure. Chief Operating Officer. I'm glad that we're clarifying <laughs> this now in the early stages of the business now that we've launched and not yeah. tears down the track. And we're like, so what does Maria do in the business? Oh, um, we just call her Chief Ops Officer because we don't really know how to say it. That sounds makes like us... Special Ops. Sounds like she's in the police force almost. Well, she kind of is a police officer uh, in a way. Like a I feel like I'm a, a, a bit of a secret agent, agent sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with your legal background. You, 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 as Definitely. a lawyer, you kind of have to be a bit of a secret agent at times. But in the best way, of course. Yes, all positive things. As you guys can see, we are very professional here at Hapow. We take everything very seriously. That's it. That's it. Now, guys, Hapow has been in the works for such a long time. And here we are finally in the first week of our launch. Yay! Yay! And our podcast and, you know, all the things. And we've all been working so hard behind the scenes to get to this point. Now, I just want to ask you, how does it feel? How does it feel? Yes. Oh, man, it feels... So exciting. Uh, It's a relief, I feel is a word. This social enterprise has been on our hearts for a very long time and we'll get into it in this interview anyway, but we've had lots of ups and downs and hurdles to jump through just to get Hapal to even launch. And we're so excited it's here. But why I say relief is because it is finally here. I feel like, I mean, I know you could speak to this as well, Bren. We've been talking about Hapal for such a long time that it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I feel like I've been saying it's coming for the last 10,000 years. And so the fact that it's actually here Finally, the conversation can change a little bit in the most beautiful way and just the reception we've had and just the community we're building, even though we're brand new, is just so beautiful. And to hear stories already how Hapal's mission and vision is just making such a difference is just, 
it's hard to describe the feeling. You know, when you love something so much and you feel so connected to it, you feel like sometimes you're the only one that feels that same passion. But to know that so many others feel the same way is just reassuring that this is something that's needed and has a great future ahead of it. What about you, Bren? Yeah, I 100% agree. I think it's felt so much like a marathon. You know, (laughs) we've just been running literally for ages and ages and ages. And there's been trips along the way. There's been hurdles and stumbles. But it's, it's just been a real journey. And I think I've really had to sort of learn to appreciate the journey, not just the destination. Because a lot of the time in life, we can get caught up in that, you know, we want to get somewhere so badly, but we don't actually stop and take the time to enjoy it along the way. Mm. And I think that's, as it's sort of gone on, I've tried to accept and appreciate, look, in life, there are these hurdles and stumbles, but we have to sort of pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and keep going along with the journey. And mm-hmm. and now we are where we are today launching. So it's uh, super exciting. Yay! <laughs> oh, beautifully said, guys. Honestly, there's so many golden nuggets in bo- what well, both of you just said. And I think that 100% it is so important to enjoy the journey and the process and rather than just look forward to the destination because you're just going to be miserable, you know, if you don't enjoy the journey. And yeah. yeah, it can be very, very hard at times. But as you said, Brendan, you just pick yourself up, back up and you keep going. And if it's if it's been on your heart forever and it's meant to be, then that's something that should continue to inspire you to keep moving forward. As Kanye said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, Did Kanye actually Kanye. say? Oh, in his song. In his song, I was going to say. <laughs> not sure whether. Because Kelly Clarkson said it as well. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand yeah, a little I'll, I'll stick with Kanye. It's I think funny Maria how you went Kanye and I went Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Maria you know? and I are on the same page here. Yeah, and I'm the lonesome one. Although, you know, Kanye's got you some can, good stuff. You can stuff stick with your little Kelly and we'll stick with Okay, Kanye. that's fine. The two we'll Ks. Agree to disagree, that's fine. I'm with Brendan on this one, John. I'm very sorry. But we're all individuals and that's okay. 100%. And that's what makes us all beautiful and unique and special now Gianna you said before as you were speaking that her power has been on both of your hearts forever however let's just start with you first before we go on to Brendan what inspired you to start her power <laughs> do we have three and a half hours but that's probably not even enough probably three minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah All right, I'll say this as uh, simply as I can but it, it has really stemmed from a time where I really struggled Uh, and it was when I was in primary school and in in short when I was in primary school I had a chronic and debilitating anxiety disorder which started on the first day of primary school where I was just so paranoid to be in public spaces in around crowds people I didn't recognize or know or have a deep relationship with Therefore, I never felt comfortable to be myself. And so unfortunately, the way I would react is not only get this built up nausea, but when I would get nauseous, it would become so unbearable that as I'd go to school, I would often vomit even before turning up on a regular basis, almost every day for many years from grade prep all the way to the start of grade six. And obviously that wasn't ideal. And, you know, the person you see now was the person I was back then. Obviously, I'm a lot older and I've aged, hopefully, look okay at 29, because I'm actually turning 29, uh, fun fact, on the 25th. You're turning 29. No, 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 because I am 28. We're recording this literally just before we launched this podcast episode. So I'm 28 now. But I'm going to be 29 in a few days once this actually goes out. So as a 29-year-old, I've blossomed. Anyway, we digress. The point is, is when (laughs) I was in primary school, I had quite a tough time. But I was a very resilient young woman. And I would see clinical psychologists, one of which I recently got to meet again after 20 plus years at the Royal Children's Hospital because he's actually a one of the senior psychologists there and is the director of psychology at the hospital. And I got to meet Rick, uh, Dr. Rick Haslam, after many years. And it was great to talk about my life back then and how much I've grown because it was really, really tough. And I knew that I never wanted to live a life like that but that was the life I had experienced and though I was going through a tough time I knew one day I'd be able to conquer and at least somewhat control my anxiety in a way where it wasn't taking over me but I was able to live with it in 
a much more easier, manageable way. So I still get anxiety today, but it's not like what it used to be. And I'll give you a really good example of that transition. When I was eight years old, I entered into a singing competition at my local shopping center because I loved music. Music for me was an escape. And I remember I said to my mum, I saw this ad in the newspaper. I said, I want to apply for it, mum. And she said, okay, darling, if that's what you want to do. And she was a little bit worried because she thought, oh, goodness, you know, Gianna really struggles just to go to this shopping center. To her, for her to be on stage in a talent quest, that's next level. How is she going to do it? But mum, having faith in me and a faith in God, she's like, no, it'll be great. And so it came to the day I, I prepared my song, My Heart Will Go On, a classic by Celine Dion from the movie The Titanic. And I went up on stage and just as they were calling my name, before I saw everyone in the audience, I just got so nauseous again that I ran off stage, went to the bathroom, vomited. And I remember looking into the mirror and just saying to myself, Gianna, this is not you. This isn't you. You know that you have the ability to do great things in your small little body that you have. You can prove to yourself that this is something you can get through. Just show up on stage. Do your best. Doesn't matter if you have no energy to sing. Just show up. So long story short, I spoke to the judges and they let me sing. And being a talent show, I could do technically anything. And I didn't have the energy to actually sing any words at all. So I mimed the song. And because I knew every line, I acted it out like a mime artist and ended up being the most amazing experience ever. I actually ended up winning the talent quest, which is a side note. (laughs) But what was beautiful about it was I showed up. And that is the key line here. I keep saying it's because I could have chosen at that point to feel defeated and go, nah, I'm done. But I showed up. And then when I was 14 years old, so now in high school, at this stage, I wasn't nauseous because at the start of grade six, a a bit of a miracle happened. I looked up to the sky and I just went, enough's enough. I'm healed. I'm healed. And I was. And it was an amazing experience from no longer experience that heavy nausea. But when I was 14, being in Australia's youngest all-girl pop group, I know I've fast track this story but it is it was an amazing moment in time where we got to perform across Australia record an album but our very first performance was at a shopping center Chadston which is the biggest shopping center I believe in the southern hemisphere uh, in Melbourne and I remember our first performance I was so excited and what I remember most out of any experience we had in the band called Charms with a Z that I was in was when they called us on stage to perform our very first song at Chadston And they said, and here's charms. And I just remember my tummy feeling excitement and almost like butterflies. And I went, yes, I can do anything. And in that moment, to come back to your question, Maria, about why you wanted to start a POW, I wanted to start a POW for a very long time. It wasn't even her POW. I didn't even know the name of it back then, but I knew I wanted to create a community a media company that taught and encouraged youth to believe and achieve, knowing that you can do anything if you feel in your heart you can. Because our mindset is powerful. Yeah, our mindset is powerful. We can do anything. And so I wanted to create something that could do this on a mass scale and partner with amazing humans that had that same vision. So it started all the way back then. But I guess from that, uh, I found a love for media, being in charms. I just loved TV and radio and decided to pursue that as a career. So in year 12, I, I it's part of my year 12, I, I did a radio course, uh, volunteered for many years in community radio, and then went to study a Bachelor of Journalism where I met Brendan at La Trobe Uni. We we're both studying the same course and then moved into radio uh, full-time, which I still do today in radio wow. at 89.9 The Light in Melbourne, a positive radio radio, family-friendly station, and of course, having her power. So I really do practice what I preach. I'm such a passionate person. And in everything I do, I just want people to feel better about themselves. I want them to feel great. And that's what her power is. But I know, Brennan, you can speak a lot as to why you love media and why you wanted to create a power as well. Over to you, Brendan. (laughs) Enough of me talking. I reckon that was three hours. That was a segue. That was... That was a very, very inspiring and beautiful story, Gianna. And I've heard that story, I think twice or three times now, but it still touches me because it's amazing from such a young age, you overcome debilitating anxiety and how that passion to help young people struggling from such a young age has 
you know, followed you throughout your life. And, and here we are, you know, with, with her power launching. So it's amazing. And I'm sure your story has already inspired so many people and will continue Thank to you. inspire even more people. Thank you. And yeah. Brendan, I'm really keen to hear more about your story as well, because you're a big part of this piece to the puzzle too. I have the blessing of working with both of you and both of you fit so beautifully together and we have so much fun. And, you know, you're both very intelligent, young people who have big hearts, which is- we're young. (laughs) You are, you are young, look. I'm under 30, we're both under 30, that's good. We're young. 30's a new 20, guys, okay? Let's just (laughs) put that out there because when I turn 30, that's what I'm gonna be saying. (laughs) Story, the story. But we digress, we digress. Yes, Brendan would, would absolutely love to hear more about your story and what inspired you to start her power together with Gianna. Yeah, thanks. And G's story is really quite incredible, that's for sure. And yeah, just to think that how far she's come since her childhood to, to where she is now, it's uh, yeah, amazing and great to be alongside her in this business. Um, and, and as my life, husband. And in life together. <laughs> those who don't know we are married we're not brother and we sister are, yep. if you're wondering why we're both lucas's that'd be weird if we we're brother and sister and married that would be icky so bit, no yeah. we're husband and wife just and, to illegal. Clarify. and illegal and, illegal and too, wrong yeah. in every sense of the word so <laughs> yeah anyway and we digress again we digress, yeah, we digress this again. is what happens every time guys even during our meetings <laughs> this is what happens you so get an insight into our yeah. conversations anyway That's brendan yeah, but I think us. thanks no i think the inspiration for me in starting um her pal it sort of really all started back at uni, but just sort of rewinding a little bit further back into my childhood. You know, I was just like any other um, young kid in, in Melbourne growing up in the burbs. <laughs> and um, yeah, growing up with, you know, a sister and, and a family, I was privileged enough to have a really uh, supportive um, and kind family that would always be there for me. And I know there's a lot of young people out there that don't have that luxury to have, you know, people that you know, for example, every night we'd sit down and have dinner together at the table. And I know that's almost like for some people that's that's unheard of these days. Mm. So I was lucky enough to really have that core of building relationships from a young child. And I really value building strong relationships. And, you know, I dealt with a lot of my own battles around anxiety and mental health and body image um, when I was growing up. Um, and it can be really challenging. And I think particularly for young men and for those young men out there, there's not enough being done around that space. Mm, um, mm. And mental health has become a really big thing for me. Uh, meditation and mindfulness is something that's really a, a core to my life now. And I think uh, more young men need to be encouraged to, to speak up and share their emotions and their feelings because, yeah, it's it's not spoken about enough in the media and, and in public generally. And I think that's really sort of probably been the underlying sort of um, factor um, yeah. for me as I've sort of uh, grown up and wanting to to really be sound of mind um, because you know if you're sound of mind you're sound of body and mm. and everything else but yeah it all really started I think yeah when I left high school I think I think I always really wanted to be in the media in some capacity I think I always wanted to be I wanted to be the sports journalist, you know, yeah. it's the, the classic, you know, male, wanted to be covering footy every day, every yeah, every yeah. week, you know, at the games. You're a Melbourne football club supporter. Can I, can I say that? I am a diehard, yes. Diehard. And wouldn't you say I've blue. sort of become a passionate Melbourne football club uh, supporter through marriage? That You're was a convert, kind of, yeah. It was a part of the contract. Anyway, much, we digressed yeah, we, again. We wrote it in. We did. We did. <laughs> it was in your marriage contract. Yeah, right, it really yeah. was. Right like he this. said. Highlighted. There's yeah. no getting out of that one, no, that's for sure. No, because my my mum's side's Collingwood. My dad's side's Carlton. Go Collingwood. <laughs> and my mum, <laughs> yeah. That, and no. Collingwood's my second favourite team. And Brennan said to me, Melbourne must become your favourite team because Collingwood can't be your favourite because that's wrong. So I went, okay, if that's what's going to get this marriage over the line, I will be Melbourne. But over the last 10 years, I've grown to love the team. Anyway, we digress again. Back uh, to you, the sacrifices, The sacrifices you make in marriage, guys. Yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I've almost got a digress clip going here. <laughs> Stitched together that word's been digress. used about 100 digress, times. Digress, so digress, digress, digress. <laughs> um, and for those of you out there, if you want a little Oxford Dictionary, digress is to move from one topic to another. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We also educate. See, that's what we do at the power. Brendan's always way. educating us. Yes, he's our go-to dictionary encyclopedia. He is. He is all the things. Talking dictionary, I'm not sure about that. Back to uh, the story. So I think, yeah, it all really sort of, I guess, started after high school, sort of wanting to move, move into that media path, that sports journalism. I was lucky enough to get a gig um, at the Herald Sun first out, so... 
not too bad, Amazing. not too shabby to start with. But and, you were doing oh, VFL it, commentating before. Yeah, then. I was. Yeah, but um, Harold Sun was sort of my main first, you know, paying paying gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, True. Doing a lot of free stuff. There's a lot, a lot of, free of stuff, stuff in media. Oh yeah. When you want to be in the media, there's a lot of free stuff you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hashtag volunteering. Anyway. That's it. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I was lucky enough to start at the Herald Sun, and you know, working coming out of uni from that, uh, I was lucky enough to work on a few projects at uni and, and one of those was working on a youth magazine as a part of a uni assignment. Um, working on that with Gianna was a really incredible experience um, and it really sort of opened my eyes to the impact that youth and media and education can bind mm. and the difference it can really make. Um, and I think that sort of was the snowball that sort of sent things um, running from there. And, you know, I, I, I had a great time uh, working at the, the Herald Sun and newspapers and in media and had a lot of wonderful opportunities. Um, and that sort of led me, I guess, from going, oh, I've had a taste of media now. I want to get a bit more of that education focus and sort of combine those two together. So I was lucky enough to move to, to Deakin University and experiencing that real education environment and seeing the power that education can make. And I think that education is one of those things that it literally transcends every single age group. Like, mm. you know, it doesn't matter whether you're five years old or 50 years old, everyone always is learning new things and can learn new things. And I think it's integral to have that sort of growth mindset, both personally and professionally, because it allows you to really develop and grow um, a lot faster. So having the experience at Deakin University and in that education space really gave me, as I said, that fusion between youth with that youth magazine element. I've had, you know, working in an environment such as university where there are young people and the media aspect. And you worked at the Department of Education Yeah, I haven't, in Victoria. I haven't even got to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the next step, um, working at the Department of Education in government. So again, being spo- exposed to education, I've really sort of, my career path is sort of focused around that, that love of education, media and youth. And now you're at Medibank, which is all about health and wellness. That's and right, so yeah. you kind of... I've kind of, I've kind of come full circle. I've just <laughs> combined it all, not even realising yeah. what I'm doing. It's a bit of a pattern going on. Yeah. So. But that's amazing. Can I just quickly touch on that? Because yeah. a lot of people, um, young people, think that there's just one direction and one direction, not the band, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, one way or one linear path to their dream career, right? Mm. But the thing is, you can have this vision and there's so many ways to get there and it doesn't have to look and it usually doesn't look linear and your journey as you're describing it is exactly that you've combined all of these passions experiences and using them now in her power which is phenomenal and you know applaud you for just following your interests and passions and and now being able to to combine it all together that's right yeah 100 percent, maria and you know i think now having uh, started her power now which is which is super exciting i, I can really see the potential this has to, to change, you know, millions of lives around the world. I think it's really tough for young people today and, and I would have loved to have had something like this when I was younger to mm. to have access to these amazing resources, you know, across, mm. you know, money and relationships, health and wellness, you know, career, all DIY, these sorts of oh, all these sorts of things. Community. All these sorts of things that allow <laughs> you to, you know, really grow and be prepared for the world ahead because it's so mm. hard with the stresses and the fast-paced nature of our world today and schools are under pressure, you know, they do such a great job in in helping um, students, you know, become who they want to be. Mm. But uh, And parents too, you know, they do such a great job. But everyone is so strapped and pulled in so many different directions. Having something like a PAL is going to allow young people really just to fast-track and, again, future-proof themselves so they can reach their full potential. They can reach their dreams and uncover everything they want to to make the most out of their lives. And that's really at the core what I love and really inspires me to, you know, launch a power. So, yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah, I'd have to agree with so much of what Brennan was alluding to. And I think for myself, I know I didn't mention this because otherwise I would have spoken for four, five, six hours. But on top of my work in the media, I actually coach young women and girls, pre-teens, teenagers. And, you know, being able to have those one-on-one relationships where you coach them for periods at a time, you get to see across the board that so many young people are experiencing the exact same things, but they all think 
that they're the only ones experiencing stuff. But collectively, we're all dealing with things differently, but we all have these pressures. And so, you know, to know that you are not alone and that with a pal, there's this community of people that are like-minded despite all your different ways of doing things and your different passions, doesn't matter. All together, you want to have a great life. You want to support one another and do something that wows people and wows yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and, and if you've got that mindset, well, her power's just going to give you the tools that you need to be able to smash those goals. It's your rocket fuel. It's your rocket it fuel. It's your, your lightning fuel. strike. Is that oh, how yeah. we got lightning? I love kind of it. our branding? It's I your lightning it. strike that's going to jolt yeah. you into action. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that fuel. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's all very exciting. Yeah. I mean, her, there's no doubt that her power is very much needed in today's world. And, I, just like both of you, wish that something like her power existed when I was a teenager. And I'm not just saying that because I'm part of the team, <laughs> but I truly mean that because, yeah, personally, when I came out of high school, I was just, yeah, lost. Like, I mean, I went to uni and I, and I got into law, which is what I wanted to do. But that doesn't mean that I didn't feel lost along the way because mm. on the outside, it might look like you got your things together. But inside, you're like, oh, is this really the right path? I don't know. And we're constantly figuring it out as we go along. And that's the key as well. We are constantly learning and growing. And as Brendan said as well, it doesn't matter what age you are, you're still growing and learning And that's why growth mindset is so important. Now, just like every journey, there are many bumps along the way, many challenges, many hurdles to cross. And I personally know that both of you have had many challenges. Can you both share a bit about these challenges with our audience? Yeah, when it came to power and getting idea just off the ground, there were certainly a lot of hurdles we had to climb over or sometimes roll over <laughs> when we <laughs> were out of energy or, or stamina. But we, we did get there. I think probably the initial one was just getting our big idea actually started. And sometimes we can get so bogged down in the the vision of something that it seems so big that you just don't know where to start. And I think it took some stop, start, stop, starts in the beginning to actually know which direction we wanted to go in because her power really, as it stands, is a movement and it can yeah. come in all shapes and sizes. And we see her power as a fusion between education and media. We've only really realized that, should I say, in the last six months. Before then, we saw a very different type of her power. But I think definitely in sort of even just creating the look and feel of her power and just how we wanted people to feel when they engaged with the brand or with every aspect of the business, the people behind it. But we had this idea that we wanted, you know, a whole team behind us, but for so long it was just Brendan and I and we were both working full time and we still are basically working full time, but we realised that Our vision was so big that we needed more people to actually make it happen. And, you know, actually, I should say you, Brendan, have been working really, really hard on the website for a really long time. And, you know, we've learned so much through this process and built up our skill sets. But Maria, there's been, as you know, being in the business as well, there's been lots and lots of challenges. And I think probably one of the biggest ones uh, was actually when we applied for an accelerator program. It was a whole lot of social enterprises in the youth space could apply for it. And this was around, I think we submitted it around June, July last year. And we got to one of the final rounds and we had an interview with the creators of the program and they loved everything about it, power, our mission and vision. And they just said, this is great. So uh, with the fact that you want to, you know, you want to reach millions of people, how are you going to do that with two people and both of you work outside of a power? How's, how are you going to get this thing off the ground? And we knew deep down that we needed more manpower. We knew, but it's hard to hear it sometimes from somebody else because we think we can do it all on our own, but we realized we couldn't. And so at that point, we decided to pause, not stop her power, but we had to regroup and really hone in on how we can actually start this business sustainably so that we can create content that young people resonate with but in a way that's actually going to allow us to not freak out and just go into a ball and go enough <laughs> what did you say Bryn? Oh, i agree and you know, i think um being able to have sustainability and scale is you know really critical and i think 
I think we almost, when we came up with a power, we actually set ourselves such a lofty target, <laughs> uh, probably on purpose, that we, <laughs> we said, you know, we don't want anything, you know, half-baked or small. Mm. We want to have a national and international impact. Mm. By doing that, we probably didn't realise that, well, hang on a second, <laughs> you know, it's great to have big shoes to fill, but, you know, you need to have the, you need the, the, you know, you need the, the feet. feet to fill them. <laughs> Yes. So we needed a few more you, feet. Yes. This is what I was <laughs> we gonna needed say. a few more yeah, feet. Yeah, a lot more feet. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things about starting a business is people. You've got to have the right people on board. Mm. And I think, yeah, you know, Marie, you coming into the business at the the right time and having the right vision and having that alignment was so important. Um, you've got to have people that are sort of aligned with your vision, not just having the skill set. And that's mm. that's another another point, point is that you've got to have a variety of different skill sets, particularly when you're setting such a lofty target for the business, you need to be able to have legal skills. You've got to have finance skills. You've got to have, you know, technical skills. You've got to have marketing skills. You live, you've literally got to be a jack of all trades, let's mm. be honest. And have infinite time, it seems. Yeah. Uh, and not burn out at and the same time. And not burn out. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know how they often not say. Not for much. No. no and and people usually say, oh, you've got, you've got to have balance in life. You've just got to have balance. I don't know why I went British as I said that. <laughs> but it's so hard to find balance. I think the reality is, is that balance is almost unachievable. It's about just going through the motions doing what you feel is right for you at that time. And that might mean that one aspect of your life is going to have more of your attention than another, but that's okay as long as it's in line with who you are and where you want to go because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be overachievers. And again, we've gone a slightly weird British but not. But the point is there is so much, so much confusion out there there is so much noise out there that we can just get bogged down and just therefore just stay put and then not go anywhere at all with our dreams and aspirations because we just don't know where to start because we compare ourselves to others and I think that's probably one of the biggest things for Brendan and I as well that there are amazing organizations out there just in the youth space alone in Australia and they all are unbelievable and we would love to partner with these organizations because instead of seeing them as competitors we see them as collaborators and I think if you go out into the world whether you're studying at school or uni or wherever you are Instead of looking at everything as a competition, look at it as how can we unite? How can we do great things as a collective? And by doing that, you're going to reach new heights it, and also feel so much better within yourself. And I think that's what also Brenda and I have realized that over the, the last couple of years since Her Power was even just an idea, we really realized that in order for Her Power to be a success, we need to be a community. And like Brendan said, there is these big shoes we want to fill and we need lots and lots of feet to actually go in them and together we need to work together so that when we take steps forward we take steps sustainably and you know as Brendan was alluding to with you Maria coming into the business we prayed for someone just like you to come in with an equal idea that we didn't even have to to convince and you had that and it's made life amazingly easier in many ways because we share the collective vision for anyone listening right now whether you play a sport or whether you are you know in a band whether no matter what you do or any anything you you put yourself in always think about how you can make a difference together. Think about how your strengths can complement another person's strengths and see your differences as your biggest asset because that is what's actually going to get you where you want to be and ask for help. And I think that's the other thing we've realized too, Maria, in terms of going through hurdles is telling people we need help and not acting like we know everything and anything because we don't. And I think by us actually saying, hey, would you love to be a part of this? Or hey, can we just pick your brain for a second? It has opened up so many doors for us, which essentially has allowed her power to shine. But even just before we launched, we also had a massive, massive, probably the biggest hurdle we ever had to have to go through. Let's hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think, Gianna, what you were saying around looking beyond yourself is really key. You know, we realized that we couldn't actually do this business ourselves. It's not possible. And I think that led to to a few challenges that I think by holding that to our core in what we've been doing, this business has really helped because a couple of months ago, obviously, a lot of businesses, people um, sort of experienced a lot of hardship with the, with the pandemic that hit globally. And in Australia, it's had a real impact in the economy mm-hmm. and on a lot of people's lives. And 
it also impacted our lives, didn't it? Um, we both lost our jobs and our work. Yeah, around um, March, April this yeah. year. And that was that was really tough because, mm. you know, we were sort of feeling like that we were getting close to, to bringing this business to life. And then it's like, again, you just <laughs> you just get knocked down off the horse and mm. you've got to somehow find a way back up. So there were a few months there where we were thinking, you know, are we going to be able to do this? Is this going to be possible, you know, losing the money that we did? And I think what we realized is that, you know, this business is greater than ourselves and we want to make this as accessible to as many young people in Australia and around the world as possible. And with that, we basically said, you know, what can we do differently? What can we do to make this as accessible as possible? We don't want our hardship to affect those we know it can bring so much of a difference to. So Mm -hmm. we said, why don't we make this platform free? Why don't we give every young person an opportunity to learn these life skills? Why don't we give every young people an opportunity to get these wonderful resources and really thrive and future-proof their lives in high school, uni and beyond? And I think you're right because for us deep down, we always wanted this to be free, but the craziness of the world we're living in at the time and just again, because we weren't thinking differently. We didn't think it was possible. And so earlier this year, when we did lose our jobs, it made us think differently. It made us think how we can save more money and all sorts of different things in our personal life. But in when it came to a power, we thought, let's change up our business model so our young people don't have to pay anything. And that has been one of the biggest game changers for her pal. Um, it's going to probably be one of the most amazing decisions we've ever made because in the end, all you need is internet and you've got her pal in your pocket, in your phone. And that has been an amazing experience. And the other thing I'll say as well is you can look at something like losing a job as a terrible thing. And in many ways it is. But what we've actually found is when we lost those jobs, we actually had more time on our hands. And so we decided, especially with Brendan, that he bogged down and really finished this website and made it look absolutely amazing. And the reality is he couldn't have done it <laughs> if he was working full time. And and so that couple of months where he wasn't in a job, he was working crazy hours in just trying to finish off a power's website so that has been an actually an amazing blessing and often brenda and i will say to each other you know covid has has brought a lot of sadness to many and everything and, happens for a reason. but everything happens for a reason in our world in our little bubble in her power's bubble there's a lot that's actually come out of covid 19 and so that is something that we are actually grateful for and something that was certainly unexpected What I really love about your story is that you've overcome your challenges and you've made the most out of every single situation. You've turned things from a negative into a positive and that is amazing and a great lesson for our listeners as well. Now onto the future. (laughs) What do you both envision for her power? You can speak to this, Brent. Yeah, I think that the vision we sort of have for her power is, you know, this this real self-sustained movement that can sort of grow. Again, as we were talking to earlier, that this is beyond ourselves, this is beyond mm. any of us. And we want really, yeah, young people to, to champion this and their own lives, to take control of their own destinies. And um, yeah, that's done through our online platform. It's done through our podcast. It's done through our blog. It's done through our events. And we really want to deliver that impact of, you know, educating, entertaining and empowering 10 young, uh, 10 million. I was going to say 10, 10, 10 people. Well, we've done that and 10, we're off. 10, Great mil- business. 10 million. Yes. 10 million, million young people yes. globally by 2030. That's right. Because originally we said 1 million by yeah. 2030. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say it was actually a conversation we had with Jules Lund, who's our first interviewee on the Power Up Life podcast. And one of our ambassadors. And one of our ambassadors and mentors. And when we told him initially, when we came to him with where we're at with the power before we launched, we want to reach 1 million lives. He looked at us and went, 1 million? Nah, you know what he's like. <laughs> and if you listen to the interview we did with Jules, you know what I mean as well. He goes, 10 million, you should say 10 million. And we're like, you know what, 10 million it is because through our social media, through our podcast, through our website, masterclasses, which we deem life lessons and everything that we do, if I said events, probably not, but our events, every aspect of a power, we're going to reach 10 million in 10 years. It doesn't seem huge, but it is huge because with the digital world we live in, you can reach 1 million people in one post. So it depends on how you measure 
the 10 million. And I know Brendan and I speak about this with you as well, Maria, that it's because we've said 10 million because it's sustainable and we know it's doable through our content that we create. And the other thing I want to say as well is in talking about where we want to go in our future, our advocates, these are young people just like you listening who actually help guide Hapao, where we're at now and where we're going to go. Because we don't actually exist without you. We're just Maria, Gianna, Brendan, our leadership squad and our ambassadors. We're just individuals without you. But when you come on board, when you participate and share your thoughts in our talk topics on our podcast, when you write a blog post, when you are involved in our socials, And anything else we've got coming up in the next few months and few years ahead, when you are a part of that, you are a part of the future of Apau. You expand our vision beyond 10 million. Maybe we can reach 100 million people in 10 years. We just don't know. The power is in your hands. Our vision and our slogan is Power Up Life. It's our hashtag. It's what we put out there to the world because we help you power up life. But in the end, you also help us power up life as well because let's face it, we are inspired each and every day from our advocates and our advocate program is going to continue to grow. If you love to be a part of it you just have to email your say at hapal.com and we will be in touch with you because we are excited about what the future is going to look like for for our it's going to be amazing and we want you to be along for the ride 100 percent. you know i agree with that and i think it's all about the young people and you know you being able to to contribute and and make a real difference to this movement because yeah we want this to exist beyond us and we want you to when we're grannies and grand granddads or whatever <laughs> we want yeah. you to drive this into the future so you know your your children's children and and their children's children yeah. can have a life where they feel a sense of certainty moving mm. you know beyond high school and through yeah. high school into uni and, and beyond, beyond and feeling like they're equipped to tackle everything that life throws at them Really well said, guys. I honestly do not have anything more to add to that because that you said everything. You said everything that needed to be said. It is about you as in our audience, the young people, and we're just here to facilitate that growth. We're, we're the vehicle, but really the power is in you, the young people out there, and we're very grateful for you all. I think you had a lovely analogy too. Speaking to that very well, Maria. Actually, Gianna, I, I can a, read it. A lovely analogy um, that you've Let's read before this. Um, about our business. I think I it's do. really, it sums it up nicely for, for the listeners out there. Yeah, so I keep a journal and every day I'll write things that I'm grateful for, but I also document some really special moments that we have in Hapal. And in the last journal I had, which the last date that I put in there was the 22nd of August 2020, because I'm on my new journal now, I said this and it came to me in the middle of the night actually and I remember waking up and just sharing it with Brendan and I shared it with my parents and then I shared it with you Maria and I just feel it's a perfect example of what Hapao actually is so I wrote this. Hapao is young people. We, Gianna, Brendan, Maria, our whole team, our squad are the driving instructors, the guide. Hapal, the brand, the movement, is the car. We give the young people the tools and instructions they need, not just to survive, but thrive in high school, uni and beyond. The car is the machine, the movement that literally moves the young person, steering them in the right direction. The young person is the learner driver. They're in the driver's seat. They hold the steering wheel and they hold the power. They are ultimately her power. Oh, wow. I just got chills. Incredible. Chills, guys. (laughs) So good. That is beautiful. And I can just picture you reading that at one of our events or (laughs) being written somewhere. It just, it really, really touched my heart when you told me that for the first time and just hearing it again it felt like hearing it for the first time again (laughs) that is such a beautiful way to finish off our interview but do not go anywhere guys because right after this we are going to be talking about gratitude 
Power Up Life is a part of the Hapau Podcast Network. This week, we asked you what you love most about Hapau's mission and vision. And here's what you had to say. What I love most about Hapau's mission and vision is it aligns perfectly with my purpose. At a time in my life, I was lost, uncertain, and had no purpose. Since turning my life around, I knew I wanted to educate, entertain, and empower youth, and now I get to through Hapau's inspiring platform. I love that Hapau is empowering young people through education, because when we learn, we grow, and human growth is what changes the world. I love Hapau's mission because it is something different that could impact the lives of many people like me today. What I love most is the idea of future-proofing the lives of young people because I don't think our education system does enough in terms of teaching us about the things that really matter. What I love most is the practical and involved sense. Hapau's team is dedicated to supporting the lives of young people in their life now and the transition into adulthood. It is setting up young people for life, empowering them with skills they don't get at school. The thing that I like the most is educating young people and getting them prepared for the future. Hapau's mission is super important and relevant if we want to make a world that is inclusive and great for everyone. What I love most about Hapau's vision is its emphasis on future-proofing young people, opening up a platform to learn and start conversations that we haven't been able to have before. I'm Carissa Shale and that's this week's Talk Topic. Got something to share? Drop us an email, yoursay at hapow.com. Power up life with Hapow. In every episode, we ask our guests what they're grateful for. One big thing and one small thing. Brendan and Gianna, can you share what you're grateful for? I'll start off with my big one and it's huge. It means the absolute world to me or they mean the absolute world to me. And that's my mum and dad, Victor and Antonella. You know, I mentioned my mum for three seconds earlier on when it came to my story, especially my childhood. My parents are absolute legends and I would not be who I am today without their support. They always have championed me. And if I had a crazy idea or like a really big idea growing up, they never said, oh, think smaller, darling. They always said, go you, you know, do whatever you want. You can do it. And even when I had my anxiety disorder without their love and without their appreciation for the things that I did on a daily basis despite what I was going through they always saw me for who I truly was and they never saw me as a girl that had anxiety and that meant the world to me and they've continued to inspire me every day and my mum is also as you Maria and Brendan know my mum Antonella is also a big part of her power she's a big supporter but she also works in the business too and so without them yeah I don't know where I'd be so shout out to you mum and dad bless you both. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and what's one small thing that you're grateful for? Oh, you want yeah. my small one as well. I thought you were going to throw yes, it to Brendan. No, get, That's okay. Get, let's get the package. <laughs> yeah, the whole package. deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one small thing I'm grateful for. Do not judge me. Okay? All right. Oh, I'm concerned now. I'm judging already. <laughs> liver pate. Ew. What do you mean, Yuck. ew? Yuck. Liver. Like, I'm not talking Yuck. like, you know, liver and you just eat it raw in its natural form. I'm talking beautiful duck liver, chicken mm. liver pate in like a nice jar <laughs> with some crackers and, not you know, and like imagine a cheese board. I That's not what you're not... grateful for, Maria, I'm guessing. Look, when you're hosting a cheese night and a liver night, I am not coming <laughs> over. <laughs> Liver's right. actually my worst. The, really? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I hate that. It's the worst the, the thing. The smell. The worst thing. Well, actually, I shouldn't tell you this because if we're ever I'm, in a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You've just given me we, something we to, going to use against, against you. Something. That's great. Christmas and birthdays are sort of for Marina. Yeah, I know. I know. Christmas, <laughs> I'm just going to give her like a big box of just liver pate. And then I'm going to like relabel it as like chocolate mousse or something <laughs> and see how she goes. <laughs> it's just that smell. That smell. Oh, it gets to me. I have a story around it because growing up, you know, my family actually cooked like liver. And yeah. <laughs> Just Since horrible then, memories. Yeah. Okay. So if this was a segment of what you're not grateful for, this would be Maria's. So I'm glad. That's yeah. great. Thanks, Maria. We're all unique. See, we don't all have to love the same things. It doesn't mean we don't get along. We still have exactly. love for each other. Very much so. Brendan, over to you. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> one small thing I'd say for me, uh, particularly during lockdown, sort of giving me the opportunity here in Victoria 
to really sort of be a bit nostalgic and relive some of, you know, my fond memories as a teenager and stuff and and enjoying doing stuff that, yeah, I haven't done a lot of for, for a long time. And getting back into Xbox and gaming, I've absolutely <laughs> loved. Like any guy I can tell you out there that, you know, playing games like FIFA and different games. Say um, GTA. GTA, yeah. That's the game you've been GTA. playing a lot of. Can I just say, side note, I have actually grown to like GTA. I know it's a it's an interesting one to say. Every now and then when Brendan's <laughs> playing the game, the one thing I enjoy the most is actually just driving a car through the streets. And I try to obey all the street signs. So you, if it says stop, drive, I stop I do... and I stop behind the car, don't smash into the car and then like, you know. You drive and then I do the missions. Yeah, I drive. We, but we I, tag team it. Yeah, we do. We <laughs> tag team it. But I drive, but I follow the rules. Whereas Brendan's like, just smash into the car. Don't worry. Like, don't worry about the red light. Just go That's through the point it. of the game, Gianna. You're We're not really like not. that in real life, guys. If you're wondering, <laughs> yeah. if you're concerned, thinking, oh, geez. This is just in, in the gaming world, but in the real world, when it comes to a power, we're on it. Don't worry. Yeah. So I've loved, I've loved getting back into the games. That's just been, you know, my downtime just to play a few games and just get into my world. So I've enjoyed that for a small thing. And I yeah, for the, yeah, for the bigger thing, I think being home and working from home more every day, I think it really helps with sort of that work-life balance. And what I've really enjoyed is We've got a cute little fluffy one, our chief fluff officer here at Apal, <laughs> um, little Pippa. She's our little white. She's a King um, Charles Cavalier King Charles Cross Shitsu. Shih Tzu. Yes, yeah. Brendan, we've had it for seven years know, and you act like we just got it yesterday. crossbreed. <laughs> <laughs> great father you are, wonderful. Pippa, Pippa, it's been great working from home because um, I think I've gotten a lot closer to my dog and I think she... Mm. She um, loves you now. She she loves lying on me, like stuff she would never do before. Yeah, she she hated you um, before. She will like be at my beck and call. Waiting <laughs> Tell us for, how you really feel. <laughs> she'll be at my every beck and call, waiting for food, waiting for to play with me, go for walks. Oh, so yeah. it's been nice. It's kind of like having my own little fairy daughter, even though I don't have an actual human one. Yeah, just yet. Just but, yet. Um, no, we don't have any. Having just a yet. Little, her power's uh, our baby. Yeah, her power is literally our baby. Uh, that's enough for now. And our fur <laughs> baby. So yeah, I really enjoy getting closer with Pippa. So yeah. it's been great. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm still her number one anyway. So, I well, mean, you're her it's, close it's second. It's debatable. It's debatable. No, I'm pretty sure if we cast a vote and we had her on this podcast, she'd go, ruh, 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 and that would be, Jana, of course, is my favourite. Anyway. That's exactly keep, what she'll be keep saying. Keep telling yourself. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. We should get Pippa on to our next episode and exclusively interview her <laughs> and find out the answer to that <laughs> question. I, yeah. I second that. <laughs> but, you know, shout out to all the dogs out there. They don't get enough recognition because they are keeping so many of us loved up and sane and happy. Mm. Um, they truly are amazing. So thanks for sharing that, guys. Next up, we are going to have so much fun with a challenge that I've planned for you guys. Yay! Ooh. Can't wait. Did you know Hapow is on socials? Come and say hey. Follow us at HapowAU. And be sure to check us out at hapow.com. All right, Brennan G, it's time for the challenge. Woohoo! My favourite part of this day. Woo! <laughs> we have no idea what this challenge is. I basically said to Maria, Maria, you can do whatever you like, however you like to do it, and we just have to deal with it. So As long as we... I win, though. No, as long that's, as I win. No, I said as long as I win. I don't know. Maybe oh, you spoke we'll to her secretly as well. I think it's my decision who wins. So, yeah. <laughs> is it your decision? All right. What What is well, the challenge? I'll let you know. So today we're playing Would You Rather? And I've yeah. got some hilarious questions. Four questions. And the way you win is essentially whoever has the funniest answer or the most creative <laughs> answer decided by me, by yours truly. So. Okay. It's a little bit biased, but look, <laughs> we have to work with what we've got. So you guys ready to get going? Yes. Ready as ever. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to win. Lucky this is not a singing challenge because... Wouldn't be winning. Anna? That's what I'm <laughs> was I, I don't think I was singing then. What did that even sound like? Sing. I don't know. Let's not repeat it. Okay, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first question. Would you rather never wear deodorant... Or have really bad dandruff? Who wants to go first? I would rather really have bad dandruff because <laughs> what's great is that when you get up and you have your bowl of cereal with milk in the morning. Don't do it. Don't say it, Brendan. You can add a bit don't. of something nice to those cornflakes. Sprinkle it in off Yuck. the top. And guess what? 
It's Christmas oh. right now. You got the flakes yeah. in there, the corn flakes, bit of milk, stir it up. Stop Beautiful. Talking. Love it. That's Beautiful. disgusting. Beautiful. I, I love very creative. Very Thank creative. Jana? It's actually my breakfast, but anyway. It's <laughs> just disgusting. And no, it's not his breakfast. Okay, what would I rather? I would say dandruff because I hate BO. I've got a sensitive nose. I can smell everything. So I would hate to live with that. But I do have a question to ask you, Maria. Can you say the dandruff statement again for me? Oh, here we go. No, no, no. I just want to, I just want to understand it. <laughs> would you rather have really bad dandruff? Oh, okay, so the really bad. I didn't hear the really bad. Really thing. bad dandruff. Really Not just bad. average dandruff. Like we're talking snowflakes. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to say dandruff really, really bad dandruff because there are so many great products on the market that can actually get rid of dandruff. So it's fixable, whereas BO is hard. So I'm going to say dandruff, lock in dandruff. Okay. Okay. I like your creative answers. So A plus for creativeness. I won't announce the winner just yet, but let's move on to the second question. Would you rather cover yourself in peanut butter or ketchup? I know the answer's ready to butter or ketchup. Well, I would have to clearly say with that one because I'm a little bit addicted to one of them. Uh, <laughs> it's peanut, ketchup. Peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. I would Hell? literally bathe in the stuff. Oh. I'm yeah, pretty sure. You I, eat it out of the out of the jar I, with a spoon. As a kid, I used to just down about two or three jars a day. So. Kid you no not, question. I will go grocery shopping and Brendan will say, oh, can you get a couple of jars of peanut butter? I'm like, I just bought them. He's like, no, nah, we need more. Ten minutes later. Yeah. Gone. For me, oh, man. This is a horrible question, Maria. Well, that's the point of this game. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Is this bathing in it? Did you say bathing? Covering yourself in it. So I don't know if that means bathing or like Mm, just mm. slapping it on like sunscreen. I don't know. (laughs) I will say peanut butter as well. But my answer is because if I wanted to say exfoliate my legs, hypothetically, if you get the crunchy peanut butter, not the smooth one, the crunchy one, you can use it as an exfoliant. And also it's nice and creamy, so your skin will feel radiant afterwards. And it may sound really, really gross, but peanuts, uh, as long as you're not allergic to them, can be great for the skin. It's something we can ingest mm. and you can actually get products that have nuts in them. So I'm going to say peanut butter for that reason. Just don't get near the elephant enclosure though, because they will sniff you and they all think well, you're a giant say, peanut. I didn't, say, I didn't say exfoliate your legs in a elephant pen at Melbourne Zoo. I didn't no, go as far as that. I'm if, just saying, I mean, come on. as a step, don't go exfoliate, <laughs> right. then go to the zoo. Yeah, okay, great. Well, loving the energy you're both bringing. And, Jana, that was very educational and I'm mm. sure the listeners have learned a lot just from that answer. And also thought I was very weird as well in the process. So, yeah. Maybe a bit of that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on to the third question. Would you rather... This one's funny. Only use dog shampoo or never cut your toenails. <laughs> I know my answer to this. I'll take it first. Okay, you go, you okay. go. Go, Gianna. 100% dog shampoo. Now, I don't know what dog shampoo you're referring to, but our dog Pippa, she gets this beautiful shampoo that you can actually use for humans, but it's it's called Dr. Zoo by Mugu, and we use Mugu on our skin, the products. And what I use on her, I would seriously use on me. So <laughs> I will say lock in dog shampoo because if it's Dr. Zoo, you can't lose. Love it. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored. But if you want to send them Mugu, send send us Mugu products. Look, we won't say no. <laughs> we're open to everything. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think I would have to say being a neat freak. Having long toenails, no, that's disgusting, <laughs> and that's just gnarly. You know what? Really? If you if you, if you were getting your if you weren't getting your toenails cut, it is gross. But at least you would have made the Guinness Book of World of Records. And why would you want to make a Guinness World Record for that? You can be known for the man with the longest toenails, which is disgusting. But you'll be known for it. Yeah, no, no. You don't want to be known for that in the world. You'd rather no. be known for her power, right? No. Yeah. That's, okay. That's Fair disgusting. I, I would have to definitely pick <laughs> for that one <laughs> the dog shampoo because I think there's enough shampoos out there that are, you know, pretty close to what humans use, I mm. think. So, mm. Um, mm. and yeah, it's cleaning your hair. So it's clean versus dirty. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take the clean option. Thanks. Well, maybe we should use the dog shampoo as a treatment for dandruff. Because maybe that will get rid of the no, dandruff. Then, then I'm not going to have my, you know, nice flaky cornflakes. No, but I think you can do without the flaky cornflakes. Oh, I don't want <laughs> I that. I think ev- everyone can do without them. 
flaky cornflakes. <laughs> okay, guys, your fourth and final question. Yay! Bring it, Maria! <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be a famous rapper or a famous <laughs> singer? I think I know the answer. <laughs> Oh, you're oh. funny. And wait, 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 wait. This is biased to begin with because you know the answer that you would prefer and therefore you're already going to give it to Brendan because he's going to say rapper. I'm I already know I'm already it. wearing my first place label oh. at the moment. So. This is rigged. You guys I neither confirm or deny that accusation. Nah. So. <laughs> this is just nah. Go, you want to start? No, you can go first. Start. I want to hear what you have to say okay. and how you say it and then well, I'll make it better. I'd definitely have to say rapper because we've got a few rappers in the midst, not only can myself string together a few um, little rhymes, but I think Are Maria you can a bust a few rhymes. No, we can string <laughs> string some sentences together. I might together. get you to do that at one and point. And there's also another member of uh, Maria's household, Cardi B, which uh, also mm-hmm. her dog has a bit of uh, rapping. Yeah, she raps all well. the time. She's yeah. incredibly, incredibly she's famous. Like, yeah, she's like this. She's like. Rap, 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 yeah. Rap, rap. Yeah. Very, very sassy. Just really brings the beat. <laughs> she does have her own Instagram profile. Yeah, she does. Miss Cardi B. Can you tell us actually what it is for those that like to check her out on, on the socials? Yeah, it's Blue Staff Cardi and she has more followers than me. She's got over 7,000 followers. Um, yeah, it's quite embarrassing, but yeah, we, we love her so much and I think it just comes with the name Cardi. I mean, how can yeah. you not be famous? That's right. Hashtag represent. Rappers that's United. it. That's All right. So say. that's your answer? That's my answer. Okay. The other one you said was singer, right? Yes. Mm, mm, okay. So, <laughs> look, we've had many discussions off air as a team about our love for certain types of music. And I do like Tay Tay's new album, for example, Folklore. I've spoken a little bit about that. Brendan, stop giving me the eyes. <laughs> and there are certain, you know, rap songs I like. I like R&B, certain artists and certain songs. So I'm not completely against at all the rapping decision that you've decided to bring. But from someone who once had a recording contract as a singer, I think it would be very... <laughs> he's just doing that. He's just doing, what do you call that That thing? A snooty. Like snooty. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Gee, oh, oh, no. oh, look at me. Sorry, I had a, she just dropped in there that she had a recording contract, guys. I haven't had a rapping contract, so I guess I'm not as good. For someone who used to sing professionally, I think it would be, uh, you know, I think my old management team would be disappointed if I didn't acknowledge my past. And so I would have to go with singer from that perspective. And also I love musical theatre and I don't think you can see many rappers in musical theatre. Tell me if I'm wrong. So I'll have to go with singer. Okay. Well, that was, you know, not a surprise at all. (laughs) I I think I knew the answer before I even, you know, asked the question. Both of you brought so much creativity to this, so much life, so much excitement, but I do have to choose one winner. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Drum roll. Brendan, I'm going to have to go with you. You brought Yay! just some creativity, a little bit more zest, especially with the dandruff in the cornflakes. Yeah. That really got me. And Gianna, you lost me at liver, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I was doomed to fail. Maria, the liver answer was in the gratitude segment. So what are you talking about? You lost me at liver. Doesn't matter. I carry all of that onto mm. you know, this segment as well. Of course so, you do. Yeah. yeah, I was doomed to fail from the start. You guys were in on this, and yeah, whatever. And you know when they say, <laughs> you know when they say, don't try this at home. I think do try this at home with the the dandruff on the cornflakes. Yeah, shush yeah. up, Brendan. <laughs> Why not? Enough about the dandruff. <laughs> Gianna and Brendan, as the founders of her power. I have really enjoyed interviewing both of you. We've had so many laughs along the way. I love sharing your story with our audience and for them to get to know you guys on a deeper level, just the way I know you both. And I just want to thank you so much for your time, for being on Power Up Life. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It's been good. So there you go. Now that you've got to know Her Pal's journey to date a little bit more, would you love to join us and be a Her Pal advocate? By doing so, you'll be able to contribute to our weekly talk topics and more. Keen to jump on board? Email us at yoursay at herpal.com. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button to be the first to know when new episodes drop.
And be sure to follow us on socials. Simply look us up at Hapao AU to follow us and stay in the know. This episode of Power Up Life was produced by me, Gianna Lucas, Maria Dukadinovska, and Carissa Shale for the Hapao Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Power Up Life, a Hapao podcast. If you loved this episode, be a legend and leave us a quick rating and review on your fave podcast app. Dive into the show notes for all episodes on our website, hapow.com forward slash podcast. Catch you next time and remember to power.